0: We're continuing the year and Likutei HaLochas, Yorodeah, Chevegalef, Hilchas, Ribes, HaLochah, Hei. We're in the middle of paragraph Lamid. In the version that I'm using, it's a subparagraph that begins with the words, Ho inyen Lahachlev HaSheker B'emes, Hu Bekamam Bechinois Eim Nisbara. We dedicate the learning today, Li'iloi Nishmas, Yaakov Yisrael, Ben Oshar Whose yard site is today on the 10th of Cheshvan, and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Li'lo Ynishmas Malkachaya Bas Yakov, whose yard is tomorrow on Shabbos on the 11th of, of Cheshvan. We dedicate the learning also for a complete Rafuah Shalema for all those that need it, including Khaviva Bas Galia, Yuspendel Bas Gitaleya, Sarochub Bas Yuspendel, Avivilan Bas Yuspendel, Soraleya Bas Chavaliba. Rus, Alexandra, Esther, Chaya, Basluna Patricia, Mazel, Bazahava, Moshe David, Eliol, Ben Risha, Jonas, Ben Hilda, Shira Dvoira, Bas Avigail Avigayel, Bracha, Bas Shira Dvoira, Boruch Mordechai, Ben Tali, Yehuda, Ben Tali, Menachem, Ben Rishabasha, Yehudis, Ruchama, Bas Chavurus, Dvoira Sora Bas Yehudis, Ruchama, David, Ben Behia, Shengel, Bas Leia, Avram David ben Chana, sorry, mm-hmm. Itul Bas Riva, and the Chas Bas ben Edna, Tuvie Tzvi ben Chaya Ides Bas Miriam Brindel, David Leib ben Shena, Eliyahu yoshua ben Rochel, the Soich Shach of Israel. Mm-hmm. now explains Avolzei Roinyan laHachlev hasheker Bemes who bechamal bechinois ein nisbar. This concept of people confusing the truth with what's not true, there are many different variations of this. Kihorosho gomor paroi sheker gomor Because in, as in the example we gave yesterday, in the previous year, paroi said an out-and-out law. Out, paroi was sheker. And he's telling Moshe Rabbeinu, you're sheker. You're coming and telling the Jews that you're going to take them out of here and everything stop stop feeding them sheker and Paro is the man of emes who goes ahead and enslaves millions of people hard labor no salary to you know rahamu islan see that's one version of sheker vedoson v'aviram, bo gamken be sheker lachlo ka mshe be azaz vechutz begeday va ke ilu and doson v'aviram, who came, they were waiting outside when Moshe Rabbeinu came out of his meeting with Paroi. And when they heard that Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't successful, and not only that, Paroi is going to make it more difficult, they they attacked Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron and Who needs you? Who needed you to come here and make things worse for us? And again, they're presenting themselves as, with tremendous chutzpah as if they're the ones who are really concerned about the suffering Klal Yisrael, Moshe Rabbeinu isn't concerned. They're the ones who are really concerned. And they said, Hashem Hashem should see what you did and should judge you. And even though, again, they're pretending to be the saviors of Klal Yisrael, and they weren't, so they were Sheker, but their Sheker isn't as extreme as Paro's Sheker. But they also came with falseness. And they're coming to claim they know what's right. They know the truth. As if to pretend that they love the Jewish people more than Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron HaKoyin which was definitely not the truth. And Rav Zal says, this is the case in all generations, that there are these different varieties of sheker. This is a famous pasuk in Kohelis, which the Medrash quotes to show how Moshe Rabbeinu was put under such pressure by Dosan Vaviram and others constantly attacking him, that this forced Moshe Rabbeinu even to make a slight error. As the, as the Medrash says, regarding posseks there, regarding this possek, applying it to Moshe Vaviram, as a result of the evil chutzpah, of Dosan Vaviran, Shahomru, Yera Hashem Alechem, Hashem should see what you're doing. Ali Deze Gormu Shegam This caused even Moshe Rabinu to make a slight error. The Omar when he said to Hashem, Loma Harysa, Hashem, why did you do this? why did you make things worse? Why did you send me to make things worse for the Jewish people? Now listen to this: Kigam haTzadikim haGedoyim vahanoiroim toym gamkein l'fo'omim al ide riboy hoemes yoser midai. Because sometimes even great, awesome tzadikim can make a mistake as a result of too much emes. Shenim mm-hmm. shach mikitrug hamalochim, which originates from that complaint of the, that opposition of the angels who were opposed the creation of man. Why? Because they care about Hashem. They don't want Hashem to have to endure dealing with people who are going to lie, people who are going to sin. So again, it seemed as if they really were standing up for Hashem. They really want to protect Hashem, and etc. But But we know now, and we know based on what we've been learning, that even though their words were true, there was a much higher truth. Hashem was looking for something much bigger. Again, it's not, it's not difficult to destroy, to kill people, to destroy people, who are to rehabilitate, to take a person who's bad and turn him into an angel, turn him into someone good. That's something very special. I remember one of my rabbis, from Micheldorf, M'Zachon was once speaking about a person who was involved in outreach here in Israel. And the person was being very successful in getting hundreds of families that were totally not religious, zero, no Shabbos, no Kashrus, nothing, turning them around, getting them to become religious, getting them to be, many of them to become Hasidim, put on Hasidic clothing and, and go all the way. And there were people attacking this person for a variety of reasons. No one is perfect. There definitely were imperfections, there were mistakes, but this person is actually getting hundreds of families to become religious. And some of the people who were attacking were people in the Me'a area who, who, who had schools where they teach Me'a kids. They teach kids who are brought up from the moment they're born, you know, to be very religious with payas and everything, full gear, everything. And my Rebbe, when he was observing this whole situation, he commented, that to take these kids in Me'a shalom and teach them Torah, in a sense, is no big trick. It's a mitzvah, there's no question at all, it's a mitzvah, it's good, but you can't compare it in any way to someone who takes people who are worse than animals. In what way are they worse than animals? An animal doesn't have to put on tefillin, an animal doesn't have to wait, an animal doesn't have to keep Shabbos or Kashrus, but a, a Jew does and a person takes Jews who are not keeping Shabbos, Kashros, nothing, and is able to persuade them, and able to engage them and bring them close to Hashem, it's not something to laugh at. It's not something, if the person makes mistakes, there's all kinds of mistakes. There are certain red lines where if a person crosses a red line, it's no longer a mistake. It could disqualify that person from being qualified to do this kind of work because this kind of work is the holiest and most complex work imaginable to influence people who have free choice and not by taking away their free choice, to be able to convince them to be willing to believe in Hashem and to accept Hashem and to accept Torah and mitzvahs. Again, these different levels of emes. This is emes and this is emes. Are they the same? No comparison. One is single dollar bills and the other one is hundred dollar bills. And we know the Torah tells us this, that there are vast differences between, between one mitzvah and another mitzvah, between whether a person does a mitzvah that requires tremendous effort or a person does a mitzvah that requires less effort. L'fom agra. According to how much pain, that's how much the reward. Paragraph lamed aleph. Hashem this goes back to what we mentioned at the end of the previous year that this is what Hashem was informing Moshe Rabbeinu that he made a mistake in the beginning of Parashas Vo'era which is related to what appears at the end of Parashas Shmois when Moshe Rabbeinu said these words to Hashem Hashem, why did you make things worse? Why did you send me to make things worse? Kemayish Rashi, as Rashi HaKadosh points out, the connection between the end of Parashah Sh'moy's and the beginning of Oerah. V'zehu vayedaber elokim el vayomer elov ani Hashem. Hashem spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu and he said to him, I am Hashem. Ki kol ha-kushyois she because all of the questions that we have about Hashem, Those questions are the result of the fact that the ultimate truth is hidden. Hashem is hidden from us. And it's from this hiddenness that there comes forth the path of Hashem, which is something that we cannot understand completely varaloy rosha The Gemara points this out that one of the questions that Moshe Rabbeinu had that he struggled with was why is it that there are tzaddikim who, who seem to be enduring tremendous suffering and wicked people who seem to have the good life and and vice versa. Vahakoyl b'shili l'hapchira. And the underlying reason for all of this is so that there should be free choice. Because if it was so obvious that if you do a mitzvah, you get rewarded. If you do a sin, you get punished. There'd be no free choice anymore. This is why the Pasad begins, Eloi Elokim is Hashem's name of judgment, justice. And Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu, ani Hashem. I am Yud Vavke, Vavkei, Bechinas Rachamim, which is Hashem's name of kindness. Ha'inu, what was, what, what was the point Hashem was making by this? Shoridia, Hashem was informing Moishraveinu, Ki Hashem Hu Hu That what looks to us like Midas Hadin, and what looks to us like kindness, it's all really one. V'hakoy <coughs> lechod. Because these two, which at some times appear to us like opposites, in reality, they're all one. It's all coming from one Hashem. It's all oneness. However, it's impossible for us today to be able to understand this, to be able to reconcile this. As the Gemara says, On that day in the future, when Mashiach comes, Hashem is going to be one, and his name is going to be one. So the Gemara asks, and now he's two? The Gemara says, yes. Nowadays, when something good happens, we make one bracha, When something terrible happens, when someone passes away, we make a different bracha. As if there's two completely different behaviors. But in the future, ha-hu yihiyah Hashem, Hashem is going to be one, and His name is going to be one. It's going to be clear to us that it's all oneness. In fact, the Sifrei Kabbalah point out that the word Yihye today, Hashem's name is composed of two components, Yud and Vav In the future, it's going to be Yihye, Yud Hey, Yud to to show this oneness. To we know that davv is on a lower level kaviahov than Yudke, based on kabbalistic writings but in the future one all going to be 111 ki etzem amidas <throat> because the essence of the truth of the ways of hashem efshalah hasig is something that we cannot understand and reconcile today ki mu just as we cannot understand the essence of Hashem today at all. We can't understand the essence of Hashem, we cannot understand the ways of Hashem, the way we'll be able to in the future. <clears throat> and that's why sometimes it looks to us as if there's injustice. Question? It's kind of on a question on the paragraph before, but it's just related to the whole concept. Um, I don't understand the part about like the angels telling Hashem standing up for Hashem we're telling Hashem doesn't make sense in my mind because it's like their angels are coming from Hashem there's nothing like like it, it doesn't 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 compute and maybe it's not supposed to compute it doesn't <coughs> seem it doesn't seem um like like it seems almost doesn't like, make sense it seems doesn't? almost silly like like Hashem's Hashem like before they read anything there was Hashem. And then, there's a, and then he created the angels, the world, and everything. And then the angels are having this like back and forth with him. It seems almost like not real. Rabbi Nachman explains that this concept of free choice, the concept to, to have someone, an inventor, a creator, who creates something that could kill him or that could oppose him. You ever hear of something like that? Of no. somebody who... Cre- doesn't make sense. It's ridiculous. Absurd. Right. Why would someone create something, make something right. <coughs> that could kill him, that could beat him, that could harm him? Right. And, and this is one of the paradoxes of creation, that Hashem has created man, number one, and given us the ability to accept his authority or to refuse to accept his authority. This concept of Bechira is one of the paradoxes that we have, that Rabbi Nachman writes, that even though there are sfarim that try to explain this, he said, let somebody explain it to me. Nonsense. Those all nonsense. This is one of those things that we today cannot understand with our human intellect. cannot. There will come a time in the future when we're going to be able to understand it. Mm-hmm. So too, this example with the angels. Angels do not have free choice in the same manner as human beings. But here we see that Kaviochel Hashem let the leash... Hashem, we see Hashem broadcasts different kinds of messages. He broadcasts kindness, and He broadcasts justice. Sure. You know, midas adin. The angels that Hashem created, there are angels of kindness. The angel Raphael that heals. There's the angel Gavriel, who's Gevura. <clears throat> and and Kaviochel Hashem gave the angels the ability... to to present a variety of opinions that could differ from Hashem's opinion. Mm -hmm. And even the angel of Emes, Rav Mosnesot says, because it's not Hashem himself, because it's not the essence, you have the original, you have an original work of art, and you have a copy. Here in Israel, you see it especially, that when you want to submit certain documents, if you have a copy, a perfect copy, they won't accept it. We want to see the original birth certificate. You don't have it? Jump in a lake. Right. Yeah. What, but this is exactly... Look, it's a, not interested. Original, nothing else. Right. Because there is an, a difference between original and copy. Sure. So Rav Nosan says, even, even if these angels were a copy of Hashem, which they're not, they're not a copy of Hashem, they're a creation of Hashem, they're an extension of Hashem, <clears throat> Therefore, even the angels that are called Emes are no longer the Emes of Hashem. There's worlds of difference. Mm. And that's what made it possible, even for the angel of Emes, not to know what Hashem is really thinking. You have cases even among human beings. We have a child and a parent, and, and they're together in business. The son goes into business with his father, and they're in business together for 10 years, 15 years. And the son says, I know my dad, I can read him like a book. I know every, I know exactly. They go into a negotiation and he hears the father say something. And he says to the other guy, I know why my father is saying this. but, but And then they go out and speak about it. And the father says, you know me, you know me you, don't know me, you don't know me. You don't know me. You don't know everything. You can't know everything. It's true. What you were saying is true. That based on A, B, C, D, E, F, I would say like this. But in this particular situation, there's something different that you didn't even realize because you never came across it. Mm -hmm. And because I'm 30 years older than you and I have so much more experience, he tells him about something that he didn't. Wow, and here I thought I could read you like a book. Mm -hmm. You're right, you could read me almost like a book. Mm -hmm. That's among human beings. If we're talking about Hashem, we're talking about something that we cannot perceive in any way whatsoever. Anyone else? The truth of Dosan Vaviram was that on 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 an obvious level, these two guys come along, Moshe and the Jews are suffering, they're forced labor, construction, but they're given building materials. And now because these troublemakers came along, making it look as if they're going to save the Jewish people, they're going to... Crazy people. No slave ever escaped from Egypt in 200 years. You're going, to say, you're going to take a whole nation out of Egypt. They come along and sing, and sing their peace. And not only don't they improve the situation, but Paris says, just for that, I'm going to make it 50 times harder on the Jewish people. So Dustin Vaviram said, look what you did. Look what you did. Hashem should pay you back for what you did to us. True? Very tough. Of course, I'm saying, well, fact, fact, fact. Not fact. The Rav Zal teaches us in a different place that when Moshe Rabbeinu went to Hashem and said, Hashem, what do you do this for? You made things worse. Now, you, you yourself said, you want to take the Jews out from prison because you love them and you love them. This is how much you love us? And Hashem says to... Uh, uh, because Paris said, Tich batu Now the work is going to be much harder. And Rav Zal explains that this is how things work Sometimes. Before a situation can get better, it has to get worse. When, when a person has a certain disease, a certain infection or something, and it's painful, and, it's th- and the doctor says, we're going to have to operate. And the guy says, what are you, nuts? I'm, I'm in enough pain with the infection, you're going to cut me up? That's going to be much more painful. True, it's definitely going to be much more painful. And with the infection, you can walk. After the operation, you're not going to walk for three weeks. But afterwards, you're going to be able to walk, no infection, etc., etc. And Ram Nelson says, this is a rule. This is very often. So sometimes when we see things getting worse, it's not an indication that we're going downhill. It's an indication that we're going uphill. And just like on a diving board, when you want to jump up, what do you do? You bang down on that diving board real hard. And a guy says, the guy's an idiot. He wants to go into the ground. He doesn't want to go into the pool. He wants to go into the ground. Look, he's pressing that diving board down, right? We know what the result is. And that's, that was the lesson that we were taught through this incident with Moshe Rabbeinu. We're being taught that when we see that we're in Golis now, the Jews are in exile now, and we thought 50 years ago, 100 years ago, things were bad, that a person would turn on a television or something, and there were certain things that sometimes you wouldn't want a child to see or something like that. And we thought that was terrible. And today, rahman oh we thought then certain centers of higher education, we thought that there was a little bit problematic, there were a little bit of issues. Now it's gotten a thousand times worse. So you're, t- you're talking to me about Mashiach? you're talking to me about redemption, what are you nuts? Look how, look how bad, look how much worse things have gotten. We learned from this incident with Moshe Rabbeinu that it gets worse, it gets dark, dark, darker, darker, And that's a sign that it's gonna, that the light is starting to come. It's soon, it's gonna get light. Right after the Pasach we just quoted, the next Pasach is, Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, listen here, I revealed myself to Avraham, Yitzchok, and Yaakov, with my name Kael Shakai, and I never reveal to them my real name, which is yud ki And now, Rav Zal is going to give us an incredible, clear insight regarding the names of Hashem, and again, how we relate to it, and how this related to Moshe Rabbeinu and, and Avram Avinu, ki emita selukusi Because the greatest revelation of the truth of Hashem was through Avram Yitzchok Yaakov. They were the first ones. However, it's impossible to reveal the full truth in one shot. When a person is in darkness and you take him out in one shot from darkness into bright light, you'll blind the person because the truth has to go through a refinement process where in this world, in this the world has to go through, through in this world of free choice in each and every single generation the emes is being refined and further refined and further refined until Moshiach comes how is this refinement taking place? There are new sefarim being written in every generation 50 years ago, 100 years ago, a Jew would want to learn Talmud Yerushalmi. There was one in 10,000 Jews that could learn Talmud Yerushalmi. Today, they're advertising, they're making the seum on Talmud Yerushalmi. That art scroll came out, they finished the whole Talmud Yerushalmi. And and hundreds, millions of clarifications. Now, any Jew, a businessman, can pick up an art scroll Yerushalmi and work his way through it and understand it. This is the refined, the, the, the book of truth, the Torah, is being refined and further refined and further refined. During the Gemara, you didn't have a Shulchan Aruch, you didn't have a book of laws, you had a Gemara. How did you figure out was right or wrong? It was very complex. Then the generations, as generations continued, they refined it. The Beis Yosef came along, the Mechaber, and they wrote a refined, the Rambam, first the Rambam came along, and he, he sorted the, the Torah by topic. There was never such a thing before. Mm-hmm. But going into individual topics and sorting and, and putting together all the different gemaras all over and coming at, giving us a clear picture on each topic and coming out with a final result. And the Rambam worked on this, the Riv, the Rad, the Rishonim, and then the Aharonim took it to another level, another level of clarity and another level. And then the Chofetz Chaim came along and wrote B'rura, And B'rura he took hundreds of sefarim, of halacha, and synthesized them and synchronized them and everything and gave us again a final, clear, much clearer than there ever was before a, a verdict, a final law with an explanation as to how we got to it. So we see this refinement to the emes taking place in every generation. Until Moshiach comes, and that's when the truth will be revealed in its, in its full clarity. Because Hashem is one, and His name is one. That's the essence of truth. Hashem is all oneness, all goodness, all holy. However, despite that, regarding those on the receiving end of Hashem's light, there's tremendous diversity. hasogas amitas amitos regarding as to how we perceive, how we understand Hashem. To each and every individual person based on their efforts in coming close to Hashem. Rabbi Akiva understood Hashem this way. Rebbe he understood Hashem as th- feeling that this is kosher, and Rebbe understood Hashem that this is not kosher. As we find throughout the Torah, these different opinions. Rebbe Yosef Karo understood that glass cannot absorb. Glass cannot absorb anything, and therefore you can use the same glass for boiling milk and you can use it for boiling chicken soup. Mm-hmm. You can have hot hot milk in a glass rinse it out completely, and put hot chicken soup in it right afterwards. No problem, because glass does not absorb. The for uh, the leader of the Ashkenazic Jews, said glass does absorb. And therefore, you have to have separate glasses for milk and dairy. And for Pesach, a separate set of glasses, the Sfardim are allowed to have the same set of glasses for meat and milk and, and Pesach and non-Pesach. Question? Yeah, so... so. This is more of like a theoretical, like philosophical type question. Um, so you're saying there's like different versions of MS, right? Which the, number one, there are different there are different ways that we perceive the Emmas. Hashem is one. Right. When Hash, as as Hashem is relating to us and we are relating to Hashem, we see it different in a variety of different ways. Mm-hmm. Two people can look at something, anything. Right. And this one uh, describes it as A, and the other one describes it as B. They, right. don't, uh, they don't perceive it as exactly the same thing. Right. This one says it's a work of art, and this one says some kid came along, a work of art, and it cost $36,000. And this one says a kid came along, and when Noah's looking, they splash paint on the thing. Right. Both true. <laughs> Both true. Shezeo Bihinas noida bashoor this is what's meant in a Pesach in which the Zohar Kodesh quotes. A Pesach in Eshes we're going to say tonight, Friday night. And the Zohar Kodesh says, Each and every individual person, based on how they perceive Hashem in their heart, that's how Hashem is understood by each and every different person. And it says, According to how each person perceives meaning, Based on the amount of effort that a person puts into serving Hashem, trying to be the best, best Jew and person I possibly can, that will define how that person gets to perceive Hashem and understand Hashem based on the amount of effort and everything, to that degree, that person achieves a higher level understanding and perception of Hashem. As the Zohar Kodesh discusses this in several different places, the Zohar Kodesh says, "The are people who perceive There are people who perceive Hashem. <coughs> And they are masters of the hands, masters of the feet. (coughs) And they perceive Hashem on a level that's referred to as hands. And there are people who perceive Hashem on a whole other level, in a whole different manner, through the garments (coughs) of the king. However, Hashem does not change. There's no variety in Hashem. Hashem is one. Hashem and his... And each and every person, based on their understanding of the truth of Hashem, so too is revealed to that person one of the names of Hashem based on that person's perception of Hashem based on the level of knowledge and understanding that that person has reached. Because the Gemara tells us that Hashem has many names. The Zohar Kodesh shows how every word in the Torah is a name of Hashem, is a name of Hashem. The Torah is Kul Hashmarsal. But the Gemara says that there are seven names of Hashem which are so holy that you're not allowed to erase them. You're never allowed, if these are written, you can never erase it. V'yesh Beinehem kamo Dargois. and among those seven names of Hashem, they are not all on the same level. Again, the Gemara and the Shulchan Aruch define the levels. V'shem havaya baruchu, Hashem's name yud kevaf kei hu mikulam. That's the highest one. Ki hu bechinas shem ho That's referred to as the name that defines the essence of Hashem. Yudkevofke which is Hashem was is and will be and all the infinite secrets that are found in Hashem's name Yud Avogam Kol however all of Hashem's names even Hashem's name Yud Hurak bebinas Achar habriya they only apply after Hashem created the world Only then did Hashem reveal his names to the tzaddikim as a means, as a vehicle to help us be able to understand the truth of Hashem. Because pre-creation, Hashem has no name. There is no name that applies to Hashem prior to creation kemah shekoshev as it says in the tikune zohar vi'ant lesh lo chame you hashem do not have any name by which you can be known vikamuva bekol sifrei hanikbulim and this is written throughout the sifrei kabbalah ubechinay seilu hu hachibok shbei madrego satsadikim and regarding what we're describing here, this also reflects the different levels of the tzaddikim. She Afalpi She Makirin even though all of the great tzaddikim <coughs> believe in Hashem, they have recognition of Hashem, they know Hashem, Shehu and they all believe that Hashem is one and Hashem is all good, Afalpikem Yesh Beynayim Chiluk Godol. There are major, major differences between the tzaddikim. And based on the differences between the tzaddikim, <coughs> based on that, each one is able to understand and connect to one of the names of Hashem. Avram Avinu is known as the Isha HaChesed. Yitzchok Avinu is known as Pachad Yitzchok. fear, or kill, I'll kill myself for Hashem. Avraham Avinu, open house, everyone is welcome. I love you. Paragraph from the days, el Avraham bekel shakai. Hashem explains to Moshe Rabbeinu, I revealed myself to Avraham Avinu <coughs> with kel shakai, shehu shem kadosh v'noira. This name shindaled you, I was going to start with that shakai. This name of Hashem, Shem Dalad Yud, is an ch- awesome, holy name of Hashem. Hashem Boygam However, there are angels that are also referred to by this name of Hashem. as it says in Parshas Mishpatim, Hashem says when the Jews worshipped the Golden calf, and Hashem said, I can't be around you guys anymore, because you're going to get me angry again, I'll wipe you all out. So I'm gonna send a, a replace. I'm gonna send a substitute. I'm gonna send an angel. <coughs> I'm gonna send an angel to represent me. He shomer And Hashem said, Watch it. Be very careful about this angel. Al tamer boy. Don't confuse him. boy. <coughs> because my name is inside of him. And the Gemara explains in Sanhedrin, al Don't confuse him. Don't think he's me. He's not me. Because he has my name inside of him, so he looks like me. It might feel like me, but it's not me. And the Gemara says, <clears throat> This refers to the angel, whose name is Mem Tes, tes resh vav nun. We're not allowed to pronounce the name. Matat, and then roin, (coughs) she'shmoi kishem raboi. The Gemara says, his name is like his master's name. Ki matat shakai, kamuva. Because as Rashi points out in Chumash, this angel's name, mem tes tes reish vav nun, is bigematria 314, just like shakai. Hainu, what does this mean? Shahasogas mitzadze Hashem, the understanding of the truth of Hashem as it relates to this name of Hashem, Masig Hamalach. An angel has the ability to perceive that, to understand that. To the point where the angel plugs into Hashem Bibhina Ze Hashem via this name. The and the angel is called by Hashem's name. However, when it comes to something like this, you have to be very careful not to make a mistake. Not to mistakenly think that this level of understanding is literally the essence of Hashem. It's not. This is not the Shem Haetsen. This is a nickname. <coughs> In Hebrew, the word nickname means kinui. Kinui means a nickname. The Gemara says, HaMechane shem a person who, who calls his friend by a nickname, an insulting nickname, you lose your Olam Haba. The Zohar Ha-Kadosh says, the word kinui is Bigimatria Elokim 86. To show us that Hashem's name, Elohim, it's not the real, it's a nickname. It's not the real, real name. <coughs> it's a very holy name. <coughs> <coughs> but not to be confused with the essence of Hashem, which is a different name. And again, there's a name post-creation, and when we go to pre-creation, there it's above all names. There there is no name that can describe or contain Hashem in any way whatsoever. Ki <coughs> nemar... Because it's regarding this potential that a person could see this angel or hear what this angel is saying and think this is literally Hashem. A person can make that mistake. The Pesach says there, me watch out, be very careful. Al boy. Don't confuse me for him. And this is the story of Acher. The Gemara tells us Acher went up to heaven with Rabbi Akiva, with the other rabbis. And he saw the angel Matat, he saw this angel writing the pros and cons of the, the Mitzvah of the Jewish people. He saw this angel and he saw Hashem. And he got confused. It looked to him, chas v'sham, as if there's two. And he ended up going off the path. The Gemara speaks about this, in Chagir, the whole story. Ve'alken lo'yipochar Moshe b'bechin ha'zois. And therefore, when Hashem offered this to Moshe Rabbeinu, listen here, I can't travel with you guys anymore. I'm going to send him. Moshe Rabbeinu said, no thanks. V'omar Moshe Rabbeinu said, im ein ponecho, If you don't go with us, we ain't going. We're not going anywhere. And note the word ponecho. We learned before the term ponim refers to emes. Mevakshe ponecho Yaakov Selo. The poem is Yaakov, who is Emes. Tite Nemesliakov. Ki Moshe Kol Hasogog, Kol Hasogosoi Moi. Because Moshe Rabbeinu, his understanding of Hashem, his perception, was very, very high. Ki Hisik Moshe Rabbeinu's understanding of Hashem. Was connected to Hashem's name Yud Kevavke, the highest, Shehu Shem Havaya Baruch, which is the highest of all the names. However, even the other great Sadiqim who don't go to that highest level of Yud Vovke, they connect to these lower level names of Hashem, <coughs> like Shin Dalad Yud they also understand and are careful not to make a mistake they don't make a mistake to think that they've achieved the highest possible level of understanding but rather they know that we cannot understand the essence, the highest level essence of Hashem's truth and therefore, thechaim Eef, Shaallah Hasig, Dare Hangosi Som, we cannot understand how Hashem runs the world, Shehu Ali De Midois ofpor, which is through his Midois through his spheo, Shaheim Smoov, which are his names. Kayodua, as is known in the Sifrei Kabbalah, that sometimes Kaviochal, Hashem's name, Elohim is running the world, sometimes a different name, just like the Gemara explains, that in the beginning, Bereshis, Bo as Hashem, as first Hashem thought he's going to run the world via Elokim, but then when he saw that if he does that, there ain't going to be a world, mm-hmm. because if he uses Kim, the minute a person crosses a line, dead. So Mauritian crossed the line, he's dead, we can close the world down, no more world. So it says, "Be'oyim Hashem elikim eretz Hashem knew that that's not going to work. It's going to require including yud kevav kenokin ki Govhu midrachenu, because the ways of Hashem are way above our ways. We there's no way in the world we can hope to understand completely the ways of Hashem. Ki hasogas etzem hoemes nelam Veniskam because to understand the essence of the truth of Hashem, that's way above and beyond us, and it's way above even the greatest tzaddikim. Therefore, Hashem said to moish Rabenu, "Al she'omar When Moish Rabenu came back with a complaint, "Why did you do this, Hashem? Why did you make things worse?" Hashem says to moish Rabenu, "One minute, Avraham, la'Avraham, v'chol ha'ovais." To Avram Avinu and Yitzchok and Yaakov, they were not given as clear a revelation as you. They didn't have as much clarity as you did. They did I didn't reveal the name Yud Vovki to them. They only had the Shem Shakai, whereby that name of Hashem, even an angel, connects to. Avil Ushmi Hashem, my name Yudke Vovke, Sheshom Shum Tfis Lahmalokhem, where there the angels have no connection whatsoever. I did not reveal to Avram Yitzokonyakoy. I was not known to them by that name. Vyalkein, Bivatai Hoyonelo Meitom Yoiser, Daki Amitosis And if that's the case then the ways of Hashem were much more hidden to Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov than they are to you, Moshe Rabbeinu. You have a greater clarity than them. And even though I was more hidden to them, they never questioned me. They never second-guessed me as the Gemara points out in Sanhedrin, page 111, and as Rashi expounds on this over there in the beginning of Ere, I promised Avram Avinu, this is your land, this is your land, and when he comes to bury his wife, Sarah, he's got to pay. He's got to pay 400, 400 of the highest currency in the world, you know. Avramin really could have said, hey, what's going on here? I thought Hashem said it's mine. I guess Hashem didn't know Hashomer. And, and all of them had to leave Heretz Israel, had to go down to Mitzrayim, I thought you said this is my land. Because they knew that even though Hashem was talking to them, they were prophets, they were able to, to talk to, to, to hear Hashem, They knew this is a watered-down, this is four trillion filters. This isn't the real, this isn't the essence of Hashem. And therefore, just because I heard something, doesn't mean I understand it completely. And if I see something differently, it doesn't mean that what Hashem said isn't true. They realized that they did not yet know the essence of Hashem's Midas. The Ato, whereas Yumoi Shrabenu, Shekvargilisi Licho Hasoka Shem Hoetzim, to you I already revealed even Yudke Kevavke, the, the highest level name of Hashem, the Shem Havaya Boruchu. Ato Chophates Leda Ulohoven Darke Anhoge Samiti You want to understand the essence of the essence of my the ways of Hashem? How the other Just the opposite the more a person reaches higher and higher levels of truth, that should give the person a realization that we don't yet understand, we don't yet know the real essence of truth. Those, we mentioned this before, those doctors who who really study in-depth things, and if they're honest, they're the ones, the first ones who will admit there's so much we don't know yet. We know a lot, we studied there's thousands of books written on the eye, and we have a lot of it, but boy, I could tell you thousands of questions, thousands of unanswered questions as to how this works. They talk about the, the protons and the neutrons and electrons, and they're spinning and spinning, and, and how are they spinning? There's a little kid spinning that that. a lot of unanswered things. Because the real, true understanding of of the truth is the realization that we are still very far from the essence of truth. This is that famous quote that the peak of, of knowledge is the realization that one doesn't know. And in addition, I I established my covenant with them that I'm going to give them the land of Eretz Israel. And in addition, I hear the cries and the screams of the Jewish people now in Egypt. This means that Hashem revealed to Moshe that even though I did not reveal myself to Avram Yitzchak Yaakov with the same clarity as I've revealed myself to you, despite that, all of the effort and struggle that they put in, that none of it is in vain, has ki afal because despite that Rakheim mm-hmm. heim po alu alideh It's only they, through their efforts, through their mitzvahs and everything, succeeded in receiving from Hashem this wonderful land, this land of Eretz Yisrael, where in Eretz Yisrael is the best place in the world where any Jew can be zolchet to achieve a true understanding about Hashem. RAK- but we have to wait for this at least until the first redemption until the time will come the proper time for the Jews to leave Egypt and then we're still not finished there's going to be an incredible revelation of Hashem then. wow we see Hashem in action you don't, you haven't seen nothing yet until the final redemption However, in the final end, kol kavisha royal, the entire conquering of the land of eretz yisrael from the beginning till the end, hakol hoya Ovois, was all based on the merit and the actions and the good deeds of our forefathers, kimavur as is repeated throughout the Torah. let's just finish this paragraph ukhemay gam ato and so to you hashem says to me shaveno afal pishgeeli hashem even though i reveal to you my name yudke vavke shehu hasoga so emes bekhina gavaya yayser which is a much higher revelation of the essence of hashem than i reveal to them afal pikein adyan yefshilocho lahasig darke amitossi beshlamis still even you cannot understand completely the, the truth of the ways of Hashem. And therefore, even though you see based on your truth that the Jews are not going to listen to you, look at this, Paro isn't listening to me, they're going to listen to me and the Jews are going to get me angry Hashem says they're going to get me angry and you come upon them they're going to mess up many times and even now Paro is refusing to release the Jews and he, he intensified the hard labor he made it a thousand times worse and in addition there's Jews who are are leading the the, the revolt against Moshe Rabbeinu it was because of all of these reasons that you had that originally you were refusing to go on this mission and now that you started the mission already you're screaming why did you send me Hashem? despite all of this you're you are required to put aside all of your thinking when it comes to me, Hashem. And to go fulfill the mission that I'm giving you. Simple Simon says, <clears throat> because despite all of your reasons and everything you know, you are going to accomplish and you are going to achieve major success in your mission not final success but major success because in the end you are going to succeed in taking the Jews out of Egypt with glory and you're going to succeed in giving the Torah to the Jewish people and what's going to happen afterwards but even after the Torah they're going to mess up big time None of your business. That's not your job to think about that. Because all of the accomplishments that you are going to accomplish for Kal Yisrael, none of that is going to go lost. All of that is in a safe, it's locked up. It's indestructible. Even though it's going to look to you as if, huh, they fell again. Look at that. Nothing. He didn't accomplish anything. Show them all of these miracles and they're even worse now. They're worshipping idols. Not the same. They're not the same as they were before. They're still experiencing falls. A person's learning self-defense. It takes four years, five years to become a black belt. First he becomes a white belt and a yellow belt and a green belt. And, and each time until he gets to a level where he can beat the, all the white belts. Then he becomes a yellow belt and, he sa- and then somebody knocks him down on the floor. I don't get it. This guy was just a winner. I just saw he's able... He's, he was a winner on level one. Now there's level two. Now there's level 15. Each time he go to, to a new level, new challenges and everything... But it's not, that doesn't mean you're not getting anywhere. You're getting very, you're you're traveling very far. Just because you're falling, this isn't the same fall as before. This is a whole completely different level. I'll add one, because it's Erev Shabbos, we like to add a little treat. When Hashem sends Moshe Rabbeinu, in the beginning, if you take a look in the beginning of Parashat Shmois there, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu says to Hashem, that uh, I'm, you're sending me on this mission. They're gonna ask me who sent you? What should I tell them? So it says there, Li Ma shemoi. They're gonna to say to me, What's his name? Mo what should I say to them? And Hashem says, Tell them Eke asher ekia. tell them that's my name. So the Arizal reveals take a look at these words. Li Ma Shemoi Mo the last letters of those four words are Yud-K-Vav-K. So Moshe Rabbeinu was hinting in these words, I know what your name you, I'm, I'm Yud-K, I'm plugged into Yud-K-Vav-K, I know. But they're going to ask me, what name are you using on this mission? What name is being applied now here? And Hashem said the name is Ekiah Asher Ekyah. And Rashi quotes the Gemara explaining, this means I will be and then I will be, meaning there's going to be a redemption, there's going to be another redemption, so again, there are secrets. There's so many different levels on which we're studying Torah. A person learns the Torah like this, and he says, wow, Moshe Rabbeinu was in kindergarten. Like, you know, he didn't even know any of the names of Hashem yet. And, and a kid goes to school in first grade already. He's learned Eloke, you know. Moshe Rabbeinu knew ever. Moshe Rabbeinu was higher than Avram Yitzchak Yaakov. Moshe Rabbeinu reached the highest that anybody could reach at that time. And, and every word that he said had tremendous depth to it. Any questions? wishing everybody a wonderful Shabbos, to absorb what we're learning and to appreciate it and, and to realize what we don't know and to have complete faith and trust in Hashem, that Hashem does know and everything Hashem is doing is really for our best. And in the end, Hashem and all the truth Sadiqim are going to win, big time, it's Hashem.